Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel, according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, A little while, and you will see me no longer. And again, a little while, and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What is this that he says to us, A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. And because I am going to the Father... So they were saying, what does he mean by a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, is this what you are asking yourselves, what I meant by saying, a little while and you will no longer see me? And again, a little while and you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Congregation may be seated. My friends, life is tough. You know it. Indeed, life is tough. It is not a leisurely walk in the park, a nice stroll on the beach. We struggle. Indeed, we struggle. We struggle to get along with our neighbors. We struggle with our health. We struggle with people around us. People die all the time. Every week, the obituary is full. And to make things worse, well, sprinkle on a little bit of coronavirus. Yes, sprinkle a little coronavirus, a little bit of riots, a little bit of political unrest and cyber warfare from China. Again, life is tough. It is tough. And for us Christians, it is tough for us as well. Along with the rest of the world, we suffer. We have no choice in this matter. Indeed, we suffer, we struggle in this life under the sun. You see, Jesus never promised you and me that this Christian life would be easy. Contrary to what those pastoral frauds on late-night religious television programs say, we do not consistently experience spiritual victory over sin. Contrary to what those hip and cool celebrity pastors say, we Christians, we cave into sin time and time, and time again, even after we promised God that we would never do that particular sin again. And we go out and we do it again. And those arrogant Christians who smile a lot and walk with an appearance of holiness, claiming, yes, claiming that they have complete spiritual victory in their lives, well, they're lying to themselves. 
and you. Yes, they are lying to themselves and you. Again, Jesus never promised you and me that this life would be easy. However, with that said, keep in mind that Jesus did promise you something. He promised you that this tough life, this life would only be a little while. Yes, you heard that correctly. This life under the sun, the here and now, the daily grind that we experience, this daily grind with all of its suffering, with all of its toils, all of its heartaches, will only be a little while. Now, there's a lot for us to consider in Jesus' words, those words from the Gospel of John, where he speaks those words a little while about seven times. Today, though, we will not consider these words a little while according to the pastoral frauds, celebrity pastors, and those arrogant Christians, for they actually deny suffering altogether. They deny the toil and the struggles and the heartaches of life. They deny the struggles of the little while. More often than not, the devil has these people so blinded and dumb and naive to their sins that any attention given to them is a waste of time. And so we pray for those individuals on the one hand. We pray for them that their eyes would be opened so that they would come to the reality that they are poor, miserable sinners just like the rest of us, just like you and me. So considering all this, how are the rest of us Christians here and now to understand Jesus' words of a little while? Yes, how do we understand that? Today, Jesus is speaking to us that the sorrows of life under the sun, they last only a little while, while the future joys of eternity will last not a little while, but forever. This, my friends, should strengthen our faith. It should give us joy. It should give us contentment. It should give us assurance. But as you already know, we Christians are often not encouraged. We do not have the joy down, down inside our heart, as that old children's song would say. And the reason why we don't is that we often get sucked into the ways of the world. We begin to think like the rest of the world. Keep in mind, as we contemplate this, that the world does not understand that this life under the sun is only a little while. In fact, most non-Christians, most pagans, do everything possible to deny the fact of death. Seriously, just listen to the news. Turn on the news sometime. Listen to our political leaders. Listen to our celebrities. Listen to those who have that mouthpiece, that speaking mouthpiece in our world, in our culture. Many of them talk as if they're going to live forever with no inkling or no acknowledgement of death. And so, if you and I get wooed into believing like the rest of the world, well, we can easily forget that we are mortal, that we're mortal, that we're going to die, and that this world that we live within, this here and now, the daily grind, the sufferings of this world, that it will only last a little while. We can forget that. You and I can easily believe the myth that you and I are are immortal, that we will live forever, and that this life under the sun will go on forever, which results, here's the catch, which results in becoming easily overwhelmed with the suffering and the toils and the heartaches of this life. Let me try to explain this as simply as possible. Suppose you do everything possible to deny the reality of death and believe that this life under the sun will go on forever. In that case, each additional hardship is like an additional weight that pushes you down and down and down some more. Each additional hardship, every single suffering that comes your way 
is an additional weight that weighs you down. Now, without the reality that the hardships of life are only a little while, well, everything else that comes our way, all the little things of life that come our way, they end up being one big crisis. Instead of these hardships pointing you and me outside of this life under the sun to the future joy that we have before us, well, these hardships, they can turn us inward. They turn us inward to ourselves, which results not in more hope, but in more suffering and pain. Let's think of it this way. A mother in labor, perhaps for the first time, she may feel like the pain is lasting for an eternity in the midst of that labor. But if you talk to that same woman, perhaps on her fourth pregnancy, before she goes into labor, she may say something such as this, well, childbirth, it's not fun, trust me, but it only lasts a little while. So the point being, the pain is the exact same with both scenarios, with the first child and the fourth child. But in the mother's fourth birth, she knows that when the baby is born, she knows when the baby is born, that the new baby immediately wipes out the memory of pain. She knows that the pain is only a little while. When that child comes forth, all joy sets in and pain is suspended as she holds that beloved child in her arms and rejoices with tears of joy. The gift is right before her. The point being, the world that we live within does not believe in Christ or in the fact that Jesus is coming back to make all things new. And so the world lives like it is in constant labor, always in labor, with no end in sight. And so the world, when it's in this context of living in a perpetual labor, it freaks out with each additional contraction. Every hardship for the world becomes a crisis. Every sorrow becomes an opportunity to break down and fall apart. Every pain becomes a disaster. Every hardship causes the world to freak out. Now, dear friends, God will often deliver us from various sufferings and toils and heartaches of this life. However, there are many times where he does not. Indeed, there are many times where he does not. For those times where he does, well, God be praised. You are blessed. We can be thankful. But for the times he does not, we can easily feel like the little while of our suffering is an eternity, that it goes on forever. And if not careful, we can go the way of the world and forget that our struggles are only a little while. And then our pain, in our pain, we can begin to turn inward on ourselves. That is right, in pain we can turn inward. And once we are turned inward, our vision becomes nearsighted. We lose sight of the reality that it is only a little while. We lose the perspective of eternity. And soon hope turns to, yes, hopelessness. Joy turns to bitterness, assurance turns to fear, and we are trapped, just like the rest of the world, in a panic frenzy. Beloved baptized saints, hear this. No matter your suffering, no matter your toil, and no matter your heartaches, Jesus says it does not last forever. You are not stuck forever in this world with its traps and its struggles and its anguish. You will not be in a battle forever with the devil who taunts you. You will not have to live forever with sin that plagues your conscience. You will not have to have a rain cloud of sorrow hovering over your head forever. Suffering, beloved baptized saints, your Jesus, he calls you 
this day to look outside of yourself to him, for he is your forgiveness, life, and salvation. He calls you today to look outside your sufferings, outside your toils, outside of your struggling heartaches right now, to hear right now that this life under the sun, the daily grind that you experience, will not last forever. There's an end. There's an end in sight. There's an end to your tears. There's an end to your suffering. There's an end to the persecution. There's an end to your sin. There's an end to pain, and the devil himself, it is only a little while. Baptized saints, never forget that your joy as a Christian It's not anchored upon the circumstances of this life under the sun. God be praised. Your joy is not anchored in the events of the daily grind of life under the sun. Your assurance as a Christian is not dependent upon your feelings in this life under the sun. God be praised for that. Your hope as a Christian is not in the amount of money or the material goods or your successes or your riches or your spiritual resumes, all of your accomplishments. It is not in that as well. Heavens know. Indeed, as a Christian, you actually live outside of yourself. Get this in the reality of Christ and his unbreakable promises for you. Sure, you and I, we have our emotions and they go up and down, left and right. We have our feelings that are often complex and confusing. We have our suffering, which is good and bad and struggles. We have our anguish. We have uh, all of this stuff. You and I will continue to live our lives under the sun in the here and now. We cannot escape that. However, the Lord will continue to drive you away from yourself to the reality of your identity, the reality of hope and assurance not located in the bottom of your heart, but outside of yourselves and your circumstances in Christ, as well as your future hope with Jesus in a new heaven and a new earth, because he makes all things new for you. Yes, all things new for you and gives it to you as gift. This is the reason why there's never an emergency for the Christian, or the church for that matter of fact. As a Christian, you and I get this, we know the end of the story. We do. As a Christian, it's already set. And so no matter if you bask in the sunlight of glory or if you are shattered on the rocks of suffering and sorrow, Christ is the end for you. And he holds you. He will not forsake you. He's with you to the end of the age. And so, baptized saints, patiently endure. Endure the misfortunes of this life under the sun. Comfort yourselves with those words, those small little words in your ears, it is only a little while. Know that as tough as it gets in this life, the Lord holds the beginning and the end, and it is only a little while. It is just a little while, and then you will see Jesus face to face. And when you do, ah, when you do, when he calls you forth from your grave, when he resurrects you and gives you a brand new body, a 2.0 body, when you see Christ face to face, all sorrow, all sadness, all pain, ah, it'll be transformed to joy. Yes, joy. A joy that no one will be able to rob from you. Not sin, not death, and especially not the devil. So be patient, blessed saints. Take courage. Wait it out. You are not alone. It does not last forever. It is only a little while. In the name of Jesus, 
Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.